begin. This is the uh, this is the first episode of my new podcast. It's called uh, the Zach Quack or something like that. I still the web yeah we haven't figured it out yet. I think I think it needs an S on the end like Zach Quacks. Zach Quacks yeah maybe maybe something like that. It doesn't matter. It's not important. Um, but I'm Zach and I'm here with two of my really good friends. I'm Aaron. I'm Mike. And uh, this is like a directed conversation. Uh, basically, so I was explaining to a friend on the phone on my way over here. And I'm like, this podcast is is a record of like my life and my thought and my friends' lives so that I have it for me and not for anybody else. I mean, you may listen to this episode. You may listen to future episodes. Um, by the way, I'm pointing at Mike and Aaron. And then my, my brother, Alex, I think would listen to this, but I don't think my brother Spencer will. How rude. Um, I just don't think he's, it's into him uh, or he's into it. And then... Um, We'll see. We'll see. But, like, bottom line, this is just a, a podcast. So there's no real agenda. Uh, this is kind of the only agenda for this specific episode is to talk about uh, the, the, the past, present, and future Zach. Um, and kind of the details around that can be figured out over time. So, so none, of this is, none of this is really uh, important. Um, so maybe before, before we jump into past, present, and future Zach... Um, Maybe both of you can can either just tell me your name, which you've already done, and then and then um, where you met me, <laughs> and maybe how long you've known me. <laughs> you can start with that. Uh, why, why don't we start in like reverse chronological order? So, Mike, why don't you go first? All right, my name's Mike. Let's see, when did I meet you? It had to be a dinner here at Aaron's. Quite possibly. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't. You were not with the group that went to the BBC when I came out here and visited? No. Okay. I don't think we knew Mike. No. Not at that point. Yet. Okay. Did I meet you skiing? It was skiing. So then maybe Zach somehow in skiing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. We knew each other by the time the house. Because we were in on the house, and I was definitely in on the house, which, by the way, I miss. We should get a house again in the future, even though you live in Colorado. And like, have you come out here, re- you know, regularly to ski? You start a ski lease out here. I'll start one in Colorado. And we just like share. Yeah. We do like a timeshare. It would be so good. You just need to rekindle your friendship with with Andy, or have one for the first time. <laughs> I know. I don't. I don't feel like I didn't. I don't feel like I disliked Andy. I just feel like I didn't know him very well. And then like, I guess I was like, this is a thing with me, and we'll get more into this as we dive through episodes of Zach Quack, Zach's Quacks. Um, but one of the quirks of the Zach is that I, I do have like a jealousy thing. And like, I feel like, you know, ownership of an Aaron was an important thing to me. And I feel like I was fighting for it with it. Uh, <sighs> so what we're alluding to here is that Zach and I have known each other a long time. I can't even remember when the first time we met. When did you get glasses? Third grade. So we definitely knew each other way before that, but I think we knew each other like when yeah. we were like six or seven years yeah, old. Yeah, I mean, we so we went to Zach. I'm Aaron. Zach and I went to elementary school together, and then middle school, and then some of high school, depending on your yeah. mo- movements. Um, and then I came out to visit you. Yeah, and you in convinced, California, and you convinced me to move out here. Yeah. By by living with their at the time girlfriend, yeah, <laughs> which like, that's a whole other story for a whole other yeah. episode <laughs> of the podcast. We're gonna just skip, <laughs> and that was uh, gosh, that was like twelve years ago. <laughs> yeah, twelve years ago next week. Yeah, and we were talking about our uh, our one of our uh, friends from growing up, Andy, um, was one of my good friends, and Zach and Andy. 
did not always get along. It was like like oil and water. Like we just you know didn't didn't mix very well. It was kind of one of those things. And I think part of the reason I don't know about Andy's reasoning. I mean, I'm, there's plenty of reasons not to like me, but I, I I would say my reason, probably my biggest reason, is like I try and hang out with Aaron. And Aaron would be big, busy hanging out with Andy, and I'm, like, jealous. And, like, that's the thing that, that gets to me. Don't worry, you can cough into this episode. It doesn't matter. None of this matters. The only people are going to listen to, like I said, are, like, family and friends. Um, if I actually if I actually do get a following and other people listen to this, um, call me flabbergasted. Um, but I, I, I can't see anybody wanting to hear this stuff. Would you eat your shoe? Or Dep- depends upon what my shoe's made out of. What about eat your hat, like Davy Crockett style? I mean... Did Maybe. You ever, did you ever watch that show? No. What? No, no, I watched, like, Salute Your Shorts and other things as a kid. We oh. had Davy Crockett everything when you and I were... Yes, yeah, so we definitely had the hats and everything, but I, I, I definitely didn't get it. It was pretty funny, because, like, like it, was a, it was an interesting childhood growing up, because our families were, were, were both Jewish, so we went to the same synagogue, and, like, we, we connected in that, and then, like, but, like, our families were on a different level of risks, so I definitely feel like... My level, my family was more risky than your family. Like your family was more protective, um, but I both feel like both of our families were relatively protective and didn't, didn't allow us to do like crazy stuff. You went to ski, and I exactly went to mm-hmm. Hebrew school. Yeah, we went skiing. Aaron went to Hebrew school. Story of our lives. Uh, it's paid off. The Hebrew school paid off. Now Aaron skis more than I do. Um, it's problematic. Okay, step number next in this podcast. Um, the, the, the important things that I found in podcasting. So I have another podcast. I'm going to pimp it right now. It's called the South Bay to podcast. It's about rock climbing in the South Bay. Uh, the mission in that has kind of wavered, but I think we've figured out where we're going to be. We had a really great, we recorded season three, episode two last night. And like, I feel like I left there with clarification about what we're going to do going forward. Um, but yeah. What constitutes the end of a season? <laughs> so so far, it's like it's like long gaps in between recording. So so season two had two episodes because we recorded one at the beginning of December. We or sorry, yeah, one at the beginning of December, one in February, and then did not record another one until like December of the next year. So that's when we decided to stop. Even though season two only had two episodes, that's when we decided to start season three. Um, season two was marked when I actually started doing a little bit of post. Like I got a subscription to Epidemic Sound and like actually use some sound for like the intro and the extra. Uh, there is an episode of season two where I forgot to put sound on the break. So there's just like a dead air section in the middle, which I think is like, I feel like that's typical for the, for the experience, but what I'm alluding to, and this is where I was going next with this podcast. Um, a very fundamental part that I found of, of podcasting is, is the beer. I don't know why beer is required for podcasting, but it is. Um, and Aaron poured my beer, so I have no idea what I'm actually drinking. So I'm going to have him talk about what he's drinking and then what, what you all are drinking. And, and then I want your review of what you're drinking. And I'll, at the end, I'll do a review of wine. Let's go figure out what you're drinking. Mike can tell us what, mm-hmm. what you're drinking. So let's see. Bear Bottle Strata Dust IPA. So as far as beers go, it's actually pretty. It's actually really good. Well, I only... I'm a snooty beer yeah. person, especially according to Hector. Yeah. <laughs> dude. You dude. have high standards according to everybody in the group. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I'm going to drink something, it yeah. might as well be good. Might as well be good. Oh, my God. That was so funny. Yeah. Aaron yeah. is the snooty of the beer people. But so what do we think of this beer? It's good? It's good. You'd have Not another? Not too happy. I'd have another one. Yeah, yeah. 
Aaron, are you drinking the same thing? I'm drinking the same thing, but mine's hidden in this cool beer koozie thing. It's a teal-colored koozie. Yeah, it keeps my beer cold for hours. It's yeah. like the greatest yeah. thing in the world. It's it's made that by... That raises beer, beer drinking. Yeah, it's made by this company, Brewmate. Brewmate. How do we spell that? Because like I don't think... It's B-R-U-mate. Brewmate. Yeah. But the U has a, a two dots on it, so it actually forms a little smiley face. <laughs> this is perfect for me. Yes. For those of you who do not know, Aaron, uh, best friend from when I was younger, and uh, when I first, the reason why I asked about the glasses is when I first saw him in glasses, his smile went from like one side of the frame to the other side of the frame. <laughs> and like he's a smiley man, <laughs> or he's smiley. So I started calling him Smiley, and I think that morphed into like your AOL Instant Messenger name when we were kids. Yeah. And now mm-hmm. you're known as Smiley. Yeah. To some people. So at least I, at least I, I'm gonna claim that. You, you can claim that. Yeah, that was that was really entertaining. Um, what do you think of the beer? I like it. It's a little sweet. Um, all these hazy IPAs are getting on these like sweet kicks, and they need to stop doing that and stick to citrus. But dude, it almost sit- feels like juice in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I will say like I'm not a big IPA person, but the one IPA that I actually do like is the Citradelic from New Belgium. Like I like I like the grape. Like they have a grapefruit one, right? They have a grapefruit one, but it's a uh, citra hops in there. I think is the one you're talking about. Okay, but it's it is like an IPA, but yeah. it's got citrus and like that that works for me. And I will drink that IPA. Yeah. Uh, in general, I don't like IPAs. I will I will have a couple here and there, but just generally not driven by that. So Aaron poured me a sour in my stead, and it is uh, it's called Benchwood. Beachwood Blendery. Beachwood Blendery. And I think this is... A, is that the full name? Careful with that aprium, Eugene? Yes. Okay. It's delicious. It's incredibly sour. I took a sip of it. And by the way, this podcast, just so we're clear, has the explicit rating so we can so we can curse. Uh, I, or, I don't know yet. I mean, I haven't signed up for it, but it will have the explicit <laughs> rating. When I when I actually do publish because that's important, so it, it, I turned around. I was like, "Man, that's fucking sour," because <laughs> that was like my first sip. And I'm like, Oof. "Your face just like all of a sudden like starts spr- start to pucker." <laughs> yeah, it's totally worth it though. Like it was, it's good shit. It says it's a beer inspired by the Belgium lambic tradition. It's fermented with and aged in oak barrels with aprium, which I guess is a cross between an apricot and a, what's an eum. I have no, no idea. <laughs> some, some but it definitely idea. feels like, you know, there was, there was the Matt Damon movie where you had to, like, get to this giant ring that was in the sky. Equium. Or oh, Elysium. Elysium. It yeah. feels like it's yeah. an, ap- an apricot, you know, mixed with Elysium. <laughs> oh, it's a pluot. It's a pluot. Okay. Supposedly. Maybe? I don't know. Who cares? It's not important. Um... Okay, so so now we've gotten through all of the material that I had planned. <laughs> <laughs> and now we make it up for me. And now we're going to derail. <laughs> we're going crazy. I didn't, I didn't plan very well. Um, I thought we were going to talk about your past, present, and future. Yeah, we're going to do that. But but first, uh, before we do that, I, I went to my the store that I've been trying to go to for a very long time called Muji. And I spent more than $25. So they gave me a gift. 
and I feel like it would be fun. Actually, we'll save that for the present. That's a present moment. Let's talk about past first. When when we get there, I will open this gift in front of you all for the first time and see what they say. Sounds exciting. I know. I I wanted to add some excitement. You did a really good job of, like, foreshadowing the future of the episode. So So now let's talk about the past. (laughs) So whoever is listening, stay tuned for more of the gift opening Okay. All right. All right. All right. So now I gotta now I gotta be good at this. I'm gonna try and be a good auditory reporter. Um. So I'll talk for a minute while I give you guys a, a second to think about this. But I want you to think of like a memory from our past together, either the three of us or you all and and Zach's quacks. Um. And 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 I want you to share the story so it's not just them hearing my voice, which mm-hmm. people on this podcast will hear a lot of my voice. Uh, but my goal is to. to, to to bring out others. Uh, so I'm talking right now about nothing to try and give you a, a minute or two to think of a story that you want to share. There's no level of shame that you can't bring on me that I will not mostly be okay with. How old were we when we started our first business venture? I feel like that's why I think I feel like we were six. I was going to say like second grade or something, but six, six would, would be younger. Be, six would be like first grade. So maybe we were seven. Yeah, we had a business venture. A little over. Um, it was called A through Z cards <laughs> and we went to the local pool, public pool and set up little Tupperware boxes with, uh, baseball cards for sale. And we had a joint bank account. And his mom gave me like $18 when she closed the account like 10 years later. <laughs> or 20 years later. I, I think our parents probably were the only ones who ever invested anything into our business. And then they stopped doing that when they realized that we spent all of our money on buying new cards. <laughs> Not going anywhere. Yeah, nobody bought cards. I don't know why. We, 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 it was better than selling lemonade, right? Yeah, that was a problem. It's like I don't, I don't like getting my hands dirty. When you spill lemonade, your, your, you know, your hands get sticky and cards are just better. The problem is... We weren't that smart because we went we went to the local pool where it's hot out and decided to sell baseball cards instead of lemonade where people would have liked to get with the one spot where lemonade sale would have actually done really well. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I, I, I'm not going to go with not smart. I think we were ingenuitive, but like didn't understand the, the you know ways of the world yet. We were seven. We totally understood investing into the product, though, because you had to buy more cards so that you could sell cards, and it was random whether you got a good card or a bad card in the pack. So, you, buy a lot you of know, packs. small little investment in a, in a Topps pack of cards, and you could get a $10 Griffey card for the dollar you paid. And I still have that Griffey card somewhere. I don't know Probably where. worth a lot more now. I have a Griffey card. I have some Nolan Ryan cards somewhere. You liked... I, oh, I love I vaguely remember you loved Milner. I, he wrote a book. I read the freaking book. <laughs> I, like, I didn't read back then. Like, just so we're clear, like, another another fun, Zach. Like, I grew up with a reading and writing disability. And I did not really read. But I read the Nolan Ryan book. And I read My Southern Mountain. Those are the two books I can remember reading in elementary school. I might have read other books, but I don't remember them. I did not really read. It took me to, like, fourth grade to start learning how to read. Remember your gerbils. Oh, God, those were terrible. Like the hamster gerbil situation? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> you, like, always, you always had different ones. Well, because they would get loose and run around. <laughs> like little rats. <laughs> those were, those oh. were scary. Oh, my God, yeah. And they would, we'd hear things at night, and my mom would be like, don't worry about it. It's just the gerbils running around. <laughs> the ones that escaped. 
You never uh, found them? I have no idea what happened to those gerbils. I'm sure they're still in the house. What's his name bought it from us? The, or bought it eventually. The really wealthy guy. Rich O'Reilly? Rich O'Reilly, yeah. He, he and his family ended up buying that house. All right. That was and then those you're scratching the walls. Yeah. I, I kind of hope he did. Because, like, Rich was an interesting character. That's like... I, I We were all young. And, like, I can definitely say that there was some conflict between me and him. But, like, I don't want to delve into, like, what I felt at that time. Because it's not a realistic feeling or expression. Because, like, again, we were kids. Again, did not like Andy that much because I thought he was taking Aaron away from me. But, like, that's not me judging Andy fairly. I was a kid. We didn't realize that we weren't supposed to sell baseball cards at the pool. <laughs> like, the better place we would be. I mean, it was better than competing with the concession stand for selling lemonade. I mean, we could have undercut them. Yeah. Like, crazy. significantly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Labor, child labor. It's much better. All right, Mike. You ready? You got a story yet? Because I... Mm. I still have another story. Well, we're going to go around the room. We'll get more. We'll get more. Do you got more? The story more? I'm thinking of is... Backpacking the Lost Coast. <laughs> <laughs> when did you backpack the Lost Coast? Was it like 2016? No idea. So somewhere in that time frame. That story. This story is great. I didn't know you backpacked. <laughs> <laughs> We've been through this. I tell you every time you and Sam we talk about backpacking, but I have the tents in the backpack. Well, I didn't know you had the time to go backpacking. I don't currently, especially the Lost Coast. It was, okay, do you want to tell yeah. a story? Because like, if I tell a story, it's not good if I tell a story. So Zach and I decided that we were going to get into backpacking. Buy all the gear, fully intent on doing as much backpacking as we possibly can. We failed at that miserably. Totally. Was the back, because that was not our first trip. No, we, we that was it. not. Big Basin State Park was the first, first one. Trip. Yeah. It was a, Berry Falls or something, yeah, whatever that falls. Summer camp or something, yeah, like, something that. like that. Know. Walked out to Waddle yeah. Beach. Yes, we did. So, second trip, we decide to go for the Lost Coast. And if you don't know the Lost Coast, it's out in the middle of nowhere. Literally, you drive in on this dirt road, you hike out in the middle of nowhere, there's no rangers, nothing. When you're walking along the beach, you have to make sure you time it in such a fashion that you are when the tide is out, so that way you can make it to the campground. Otherwise, you get trapped. <laughs> or you have to wait. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you don't die if you no. time it wrong. But No, you just end up on a bluff out there, but you're out in the middle of nowhere. What I can tell you about this is um, I think the part that's most memorable to me is that we made the decision to do this on, like, what's the, what's the, it's Memorial Day weekend, the one in May? Yeah. We made a mistake of deciding to do this on Memorial Day weekend, which has a point. Like, I'll let you continue with this. Yeah. So we we picked the what was it the upper or the lower stretch? I can't remember which one it was. Oh, we did. We we left a car at the bottom. Yep. Drove to the upper. Spent a night in my Subaru. Yep. <laughs> Neither of us slept well because <laughs> we were too lazy to go set up tents because we got there super late. Because you have to, like, uh, so it's, it's a, tw- is, it, is it 24 miles? It's a 24 mile stretch of hiking. Yeah. It's but about, t- actually it was 30. It was okay. 30, 30 mile stretch for the, for the upper half. Okay. So we did the upper half, but like for that stretch it's 30 miles. And, but like, it's not that way via car. So like you drop it off and then you have to go inland, go around, get all the way up to the top. And so like, 
we dropped off Mike's car at the at the end, um, and and we're, we're we decided we got some time to get some food, so we we have ourselves a nice luxurious dinner, and then drive up to the to the top. We have kind of no idea where we're going. We get there; it's super dark. There are a crap ton of cars there. Yeah. Uh, There's no road, so we're we're fording creeks. Driving along the dirt, yeah. trying to find our way there, and it's pitch black out. Yeah, we had a lot of fun with the Subaru, though. But we, yeah, yeah, we got there. We yeah. got there. And by the time we got there, we're so late. We're like, fuck it. We'll just sleep here in the car. Car sleeping sucks. Yeah. Unless you're putting the seats back. And we did put the seats back. And, like, like we... Sleeping in the trunk. We, we... So... So... It's a Subaru. So, like, it's... Yeah. Bit, but, like, yeah. Mike's taller than me, and I can barely fit in yeah. it. And... And the seats in the Subaru are designed in such a way that, like... They, they're like angled to push you into the back. It's not super comfortable. And like even with our sleeping pads, like it was not a great experience. But but like we were excited still to yeah. go the next day. Yeah. So this was like going to be a two day back, oh, two night backpacking trip. Right. Two nights, three, three, three days. days. Try and do ten miles a day. Yeah. So we take off. We start hiking and hiking and hiking along the beach. So we pass a couple different inlets and finally get to a point where it's it's getting late, trying to find a place to actually stay. Every inlet we get to was, I think it was packed. There was a ton of people there because it was Memorial Weekend. So we go like, all right, we'll hike to the next one. And then we'll hike to the next one. And it finally gets to a point where the sun is coming down. We know we've got to stop. Tide's coming in. So we find another place. It's packed. So we find a spot out on the bluff in order to pitch our tents and sleep there for the night. Completely exposed. Completely exposed to all the environments out there. So the fun portion was this bluff was at the base of a canyon. So when the sun comes down and the wind comes whipping down that canyon, we're completely exposed out there on this bluff and our tents are getting flattened the entire night. Yes. Like literally flattened. In the middle of the night, my tent pulled breaks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and like, instead of trying to fix it, because like, you're just yeah. like, whatever. I climb in, in Mike's <laughs> two-person tent, which is like way too small <laughs> yeah. for two people. Yeah. <laughs> and we're it like, was way too small for two full-size adults. <laughs> and we're like wedged in this thing <laughs> throughout the night. I, like, I, I sleep on my stomach usually, but I was sleeping on my back that night. Um, and all we kept on hearing was like the wind howled down, and like the only thing that's going through my mind is like, what happens if a pole snaps in Mike's tent? Because they were both lightweight backpacking tents. So I'm yeah. just like, what happens in that? Like, what do we do? Like, I, it's just like, and like that's the nightmare that I'm that I'm suffering from in that in that situation and experience. Yeah. Every time the wind came down, you'd feel my tent start leaning over, and next thing you know, like the side of it is like wrapped around the side of our head because it would just flatten on top of us. Yeah. So that was fun. Yeah. So we get up the next morning. So yeah, we get up the next morning. We survey Zach's tent to see if it's actually repairable before we get to the next campground. Because we still had, what, was it roughly 17 miles? Yeah. Till the we'd end. done like 12. and like I, I, So I really think it was 24. Okay. And, I think, and I think we'd done at that point more than 12. Mm-hmm. So we'd done more because every place we went to, there was someone there. And we mm-hmm. just kept going. So we had just kept on moving. We're like, fine, we feel good. We'll get there. And we're like, okay, like that's rough, but let's go. Yeah. Okay. So we pack everything up. 
and we decide partway through it's like we'll see how we're feeling but if we need to we could probably hike the rest of the way out <laughs> and when you're hiking on sand that's not an easy thing to go do no so it, it feels like it takes twice the amount of effort in order to actually actually make the hike it was aggressive yeah and we we so we get to the end of the day and like we are we are taxed because we didn't yeah. sleep the night before we didn't sleep the night before that yeah um, we have to get all the way back down to the bay because yeah. neither of us is taking we Tuesday decided, off. We decided like partway through the morning, we're just like, nope, we're going to book it all the way out. So we decided to book it all the way out. But like in that, we're hurrying and watching our time. Mm-hmm. But we're not doing the most important thing when you backpack, which is eat and drink. take care of your feet. Uh, <laughs> like you have to take yeah. care of your feet. And I, I think the part that – I think the part that – like like made this difficult for me. Like we need to do we, we that that was our last trip together so yeah. far. That can't be our last trip together. <laughs> no. Like like I'm promising that our podcast listeners, even if it's just the three of us, I'm promising our podcast listeners that I'm going to commit to doing another backpacking trip with you <laughs> either this year or next year mm-hmm. so that we can redeem ourselves. So now we've got the future covered. But we haven't talked about the future. Well that's part of the future, yes, we're getting yes. it. But we haven't got to the present because we haven't opened up the gift yet. Um so that was pretty much a death march through the sand. Our feet were destroyed. <laughs> like yeah. I feel like I feel like you were still telling me about blisters that you got on that trip two years later. <laughs> was there nowhere to walk that wasn't sand? Not really. No. It's a honestly. So so can I just do a little yeah. pitching here? It is beautiful. It it, oh, yeah. it had it had a Goonies ish feel to me, like a, like the open beach Goonies feel to me, which I thought was fantastic. Um, the house we ran into back there was completely off the grid, right there on the beach. Yeah. It was just beautiful. Um, and I think under the right circumstances, that hike is probably mesmerizing and awesome. Um, but the lessons to be learned are, one, uh, don't go on a holiday weekend if you can go when it's not busy. Okay. Two, uh, get out early. So if you're, if, whatever, if you're going on a weekend, try like take the Friday, take the, you know, the next day off. So you can get there early and get yeah. on the trail early to get to your camp spot. Get a camping spot early. If you have to pack in with another group of people, don't be afraid to do that to avoid being overexposed. The winds are real at night. And lastly, be realistic about your expectations for camping and try, don't get into the habit of pushing yourself. And lastly, bring make sure you know where your tent repair kit is when you make yeah. And sorry, another Pack one is tape. my my tent. So my tent was a one and a half person tent. Mike's was actually like a two and a half person tent. I think it was like a three person tent. We almost made that work. If if something had happened to Mike's tent, and we'd have to be in my tent. That would not have worked. So when I was getting my next tent, which I did, I upgraded to get a slightly bigger one, which I still have not used. The sad portion was the very next morning, I walked around and I found a campsite that was just about a hundred. 100 yards down from <laughs> 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 the bluff from us. You can see where somebody actually had a campfire yeah. and it was completely protected. <laughs> That's what you get for, so <laughs> for making it there at dark. Such a great story, though. All right. Aaron, you said you had one more. Or did you forget it? No, I didn't forget it. All right. What's the, what's the last story? I was just thinking when you were talking about that house, all the memories I have of that old house on Ferry Lane. I remember a birthday party that we went to. <laughs> do, you, do you know this one already? I feel... Is this the fort one? Did we scare ourselves to death? No. Okay. I, which one so, was this? 
so I don't know why I was thinking of this like a couple weeks ago. Um, but yesterday I saw a friend posted this picture of this giant gem that was like in the back of someone's yard. And there was this cave, I'll say in air quotes, cave that you could go to in Connecticut that was just a store that had turned itself into a cave. And you could go, little kids could go in and you would dig for gems. And they'd give you a little bucket and you'd come out at the end of the day with all these like amethysts and... (laughs) Totally. And you thought it was the coolest thing. Like, oh yeah, we're digging for gems. We found all the treasure. I loved rocks as a kid. I do not know why. And, and, and the thing is, like, I still love collecting things. I collect worse things. Now we'll talk about present later. But yes, okay, the gems. I collected gems. So I, I just remember being that house had, in my head since we were little, that house had like 10 floors. Yes. I like, had. Like ten. little bit of a break there. Sometimes that happens with this computer. We run out of the hard drive, can't keep up. Sorry, that house had ten floors. Yeah, so this house has like ten floors. We're we're little, so like it might have been four floors, but it like it felt like ten. And the playroom was like in the attic. Yes. And so I just remember being up in the attic, and the whole birthday it was your birthday, and so yeah. we went and we had. I don't really remember finding the gems. I just remember we're all upstairs. Everybody's bag of gems is on the table. And we decided to raid, like, all the R-rated movies that your parents had. <laughs> I feel like that is the one that we watched Aliens or something. Yeah. And we made a fort out of all the things. And, like, all I remember is Nightmares for Weeks. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't remember the gem part as much, but I definitely remember the fort and the nightmare. It was like, that was real. That was the thing that happened. All right, present moment. Wait, sorry, I have one more. Okay. Did you know that Westport Pizzeria is closing? No. Yeah. Only the one downtown? So so in our town, there was like a pizza place. No, there were two. There was Westport and there was Jordan's. Yes. But But Jordan's was pretty bad. Yeah, it was like... You think of East Coast, you think of like New York-style pizza. Jordan's was was Sicilian, yeah. It was was like like weird. weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is um, not even really Sicilian pizza. No, it was... But it was just like, it was... Okay, yeah, yeah. go ahead. And so Westport Pizzeria was like your standard good New York pizza. And they had a downtown location, so everybody would go walk downtown and get a slice of pizza. Yeah. Same guy owned it for 45 years. I think like 10 years ago they moved slightly further okay. downtown. Like, I don't know where they moved to. I haven't been out. Like on the post road or something. Okay. Like we, they, we, they moved. We always went to Angelino's because that's the pizza that we liked. It's very New York-ish style. Yeah. But apparently the guy wanted to retire and so he didn't, didn't want to sell it, so he just closed it. He's closed it? Wow. Yeah. That's a sad day. Yeah. I, there, were, there were definitely some good parties there, like birthday parties with kids. Okay, we're talking to present now because we talked about something of our past closing in this moment. So I think it's time to open up the secret present. Do it. All right. A little bit of drum roll. You got number three, by the way. <laughs> I got present number three from Muji. I got candy. I don't even want to eat this. Candy yuzu and kan kan. I have no idea. This it had, contains sugar, starch syrup, solids, corn starch, potato starch, whatever. Kin can. No idea what that is. It's a kumquat. <coughs> kumquat. 
not a, how do you spell kumquat? It's not a kumquat. Yeah. How do you spell it's kumquat? Starts with a K. Okay, maybe there's a kumquat. So it's kumquat. Uh, kumquat extract, yuzu juice, uh, citric acid, like a whole bunch of other stuff that I don't even want to say. <laughs> so we got dessert. Okay, cool. That was the gift. I was hoping for a pencil sharpener. <laughs> I like, I mean, that's something you can use forever. This is like, this is just like a candy. You should definitely Twitter uh, do a Google search on KinCam. Is, oh, I'm not. What, what, what do we got? There's some Twitter account. Oh, God. Of course. <laughs> Everything leads to porn. I'm glad. <laughs> okay. So, so... So, so present moment. Present moment. Uh, I I am at uh, my best friend Aaron's house. Mike is visiting from Colorado. Um, it is a Sunday. It is Sunday, uh, January twenty sixth. It is roughly four twenty six. Sorry, it's four twenty five p.m. Uh, this podcast has been going for a while now, so I don't know how much longer we'll go for because I don't know when I'll get kicked out of the house. Um, but yeah, it's it's here. We're in sunny California. It's, it was a beautiful day. Yeah, like exceptional. What did you do this morning? I hung out with Mike and we did a workout, and that was actually really fun. And then I went to the gym and I annoyed a bunch of people, which was also very fun. How did you annoy them? Uh, so mostly I annoyed Evan, who's the co-host of my other podcast, and I annoyed him by going up to him right as he started work, asked him to help with with so my co-teacher was there, my new co-teacher was there. And apparently she's not marked as an employee yet, so I asked him to help change that, so he changed that. And then I, he had to go find her pay stub because for some reason she hadn't sent her auto pay, so it got sent to the thing, so she, he had to go get that. And then on top of that, he also got my – so I had made some some desserts for people at the office or at the gym. I made them some um, toffee. So he got my mason jar that the toffee came in, one of the other things I collect. And – he also got my Battle for Bolts t-shirt that apparently, even though Battle for Bolts is in Belmont, in my home gym where I work, the home gym where I work the most is, is Belmont, uh, it got set to Sunnyvale. So, anyways, that's what I did. I got to annoy Evan by asking for all of those things. I thought you were going to ask him to do a podcast episode. I did one last night with Evan. <laughs> so we, I was talking about that podcast. You could have recorded another one, and then you'd have at least two season, two episodes for this season. Oh, we do. This yeah. is the second episode for the season. We did an episode three by now. Yeah, it would have been episode three. But So that would be season three, episode three. Our goal is one a month, and my February is going to be, so we can talk about my future in a second, but my February is going to be pretty busy. Uh, what else is going on in the present? I uh, currently work for a company called AirKit. Love them. Same same group of people I worked with at Relate IQ uh, with a bunch of new wonderful additions to the team. Uh, we do business to customer interactions through multiple channels, so text and, and, and the, um, text, voice, and web. It's a really fun product to work on. Definitely think it's a low-code, no-code type situation going forward. So the idea being that you don't need to write a ton of code to build these interactions. Um, and I'm excited. I'm on the customer experience engineering team. So currently, I'm building out app, you know, implementation or implementations of with our tools. But long term, I think the vision is that I'll be teaching people how to use these tools. So I'm I'm having a blast. I like what I'm doing. Um, I like the team that I work on. And um, yeah, yeah, it's fun. It's it's surf world is interesting. It's Do you make robots that talk to you? No, but my roommate, who we just hired to come join us at this company, uh, is part of the winning BattleBots team, Bite Force. So he could probably do that. I mean, like, computer robots. 
I mean, yes, we do use robotic voices for things. Like, we do voice bridges where, like, it dials you and you get a, get a message. What about just robots typing to you? We're not doing a Turing test thing, no. We haven't built that yet. Maybe someday. So, like, so there's always a live person. No. 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 It's not a main experience. One of the experiences I built was for a real estate company, and they have has signs in their windows, and people call in the signs, and a bunch of them just want, like, hey, can you send me the, the sheet on this particular property? They could go to the website, but they don't. They call in. Well, we built an automated system for them, so people call in the phone number, they hit a number, they get routed to our automated system where they select the properties that they want, hit submit, and it gets sent over the, the thing to the customer's email directly. And the, the company that's, the company, the real estate company also gets their customer email, like the customer's email, and which properties they looked at. So they can judge interest and in, in level of interest. Robots. Yeah, it's cool stuff. I'm, I'm super stoked about the team, super stoked about the work that I'm doing. In addition to that, I teach acro yoga all over the place. I'm currently teaching up to four classes a week. I think once I taught five, but I teach. I sometimes teach Mondays. I'm part of a teaching, rotating teacher schedule on Mondays. I teach every Wednesday at the studio in San Jose. I teach Saturday at the Planet Granite Belmont. Uh, sometimes I teach Friday nights at uh, Planet Granite Sunnyvale. And hopefully, I, this is fingers crossed, Hopefully, again, talking a little into the future, um, hopefully we'll pick up a class at Planet Granite Santa Clara when they open up. I would love to do once a month there. They're opening another location? Yeah, they're opening up a, a bouldering and fitness facility in Santa Clara. What kind of workout did you do? Uh, so I part of my goals, and this is I, it happened around the new year, but it's not like a New Year's resolution. Um, part of my goals this year is to focus on, or part of my goals right now is to focus on my physical self, uh, as I'm progressing towards where I want to be with my acroyoga career, taking care of my body or growing my body will will benefit my abilities in acroyoga. Um, and so I hired a personal trainer, and my personal trainer gave me a list of three. So today we had, today we did the warm up, which was fun. Yeah. Today we did day three of the of the thing. We did the warm up, which was fun. There was dumbbell bench. There was a straight leg squat. There was a uh, ISO one arm dumbbell bench. Yeah. Uh, there was what's planks, this? planks, which <laughs> my abs still hurt, yeah. and uh, and uh, the whole I don't know some some crazy thing where you like hold a kettlebell over your head and like yeah. bring it back for thirty seconds, and then bike sprints. Sounds fun. It was. I mean, it was yeah. It was good work. I mean, I left drenched, so I feel pretty good. I um, my watch told me that your watch said yesterday you did sixty five calories of elliptical. Yes. And I was going to message you and tell you to do some more. So I don't think I started my watch when I started it, but the I did 10 minutes on the elliptical yesterday uh, before I did about four hours of acro. Or sorry, six hours of acro. So I don't I don't always have my watch on for acro because it gets in the way when people are holding your hands. So sometimes I don't I don't get the most accurate readout on those days of like the calories that I burn. How damn that Apple Watch. I know. I feel like Jeez. I should have a way to like stick it to my throat when I need it to, you know, like a little throat mic. Um, throw a mic. <laughs> <laughs> Too punny. Too punny. Um, current problems with my life? Let's go over this. Uh, there are none. There are a couple of important things to mention. I'm getting back into my gratitude practice. I did a 10 things I'm grateful for every day for an entire year and then took a break in December and it's been impossible for me to get back on it. So that's, that's a Where do you put that? In my day one journal, which is like my favorite app. 
What if you put it online? Uh, that might be a thing, but it would be a secret place, not where anybody who listens to this podcast podcast <laughs> couldn't find it. But maybe you will. We'll figure it out. I'm working mm-hmm. on it. You may be my accountability buddy for that. Because one of my favorite athletes that I follow posts a morning gratitude, and I I read hers every day. <laughs> Some of my stuff is pretty personal, so like I'm not sure how how I feel. I'm not about sure that. you want to share it with everybody. Yeah, but you tweak how you write it so that it's. But I mean, this is more for me than for others, right? Like that's the important part of this. So, so we'll see. Maybe, maybe I'll think about that. It's not a horrible idea. I'll think about it. It's mostly an accountability. Thing. Yeah, it's an accountability thing. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm having an accountability. So, you were going to say something? No. Ariel, we all know. So Ariel is one of my best friends. Aaron's one of my best friends. Mike's one of my best friends. Ariel is one of my best friends, and um, because she's a bit of a, uh, she's a, she's an orthopedic surgeon, but she also keeps a relatively tidy house. Like that's a priority for her. So she's my cleanliness accountability buddy. And I have a smug mug album of like pictures of my room that I have to update every week. So like after this, I have to go home and clean my room so that I can post pictures for Ariel. So I don't get in trouble. So that's, that's another thing that I'm working on accountability wise. And and I got a couple others, which we'll bring up in. So that's a big thing for me. She messaged me yesterday. Is that present or past? It would be past because it happened yesterday. Present is in this moment. And like, what do I still do right now? What do I still do right now? I teach up to four classes. What does your shirt mean? Okay. I am currently wearing the OK OK shirt from the West Wing Weekly, which is a signal from an episode of the West Wing where Toby's brother is an astronaut and the president is giving a big speech and they feel like they need a signal when things are good to let everybody know. And so the OK and then the OK means everything is good. So that's what that means. It means everything's good. And I'm doing this gesture of bringing the hand across my chest and then angling it up towards the sky. It's like a plane flying off the ground. Okay, okay. I don't know. The plane was landing, but for some reason flying off the ground is the okay. You know. Yeah, yeah. So present, uh, drinking a great beer, having a great moment. Uh, what do you see in the present? Like, what, what do you, like, any observations? You worked out with me this morning. Mike is here. That's a, that's a pretty present thing. Yeah. Aaron is here. Also present. No, I mean that like Mike's not normally in the Bay Area. Yeah. Yeah. Normally I'm not here. Well, he used to be normally be here and then you rudely left us. Dude, I know you haven't even asked me when I'm leaving my company yet. (laughs) Yeah. Actually, that's a good question. That is a great great transition. When's your last day? (laughs) So... I've got something coming up, hopefully in a, in a few months. So we'll see. Yeah. Is this like leaving the company or is this like getting no, another job? Doing, <laughs> this is doing another job that I actually really enjoy doing. Okay. That's exciting. I'm excited for you. Um, yeah. Well, that's pretty exciting. Yeah. You were talking about what could go better in the present. Or no, what is, what is it? so let's talk a little bit more about the present. We're in this space, we're in this great space. Uh, your fiance came back, so she's in the room. Yep. Uh, she's listening to this. I, I can't see her, so I don't know if she's judging me. She's reading Hamilton. Got it. Um, but love her. She opted not to be on the podcast, which is totally understandable. Do what you want to do in life. Um, <laughs> and plus, this podcast is about nothing. <laughs> I mean, this is a test podcast. We'll see how this goes. <laughs> It's going pretty well in my book. Yeah. I mean, it's not bad. It's not yeah. bad. I'm not mad at it. Uh, what's in the present? 
cheerleading team from Estes State is getting ready to go to national. So been coaching them. We're getting we have a routine together. I'm excited about that. Um, what else is in the present? Oh, I for a weird quirk of fate, I brought the small lens instead of the big lens. So like I have one camera lens. It's a zoom lens. It's the kit lens for my Fuji. By the way, I remember our backpacking trip. I was still carrying an Olympus. I remember that I had not made the switch to Fuji. So that's how long ago that was. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Poor Olympus. You know, actually, their new stuff is looking pretty interesting. Like it, like they, their line is continually interesting to me. Um, I just uh, the sensor size really does matter to me, and the, the little bit of sensor growth that you get in the Fuji system matters to me because it's that much better in the dark. Especially when you're looking at like the Olympus size, where it's micro four thirds. It's like that's almost what I get in my phone right now. And at least the Micro Four Thirds or the Fuji. When there. was the last time you used your Leica? Um, that's a good question. I used it a little bit ago. Took it out. I forget why. I forget why. I'll probably use it on Tuesday. What's on Tuesday? Uh, my co- so now we're bridging now the future. We're future. Future. Yeah. future. This is the future segment. Um, Tuesday, my company is doing a trip to this arcade in Los Altos. Apparently, there's like this arcade house that you go to and you play at, and so. I'm excited about that. I'm going to... I think we're setting up a photo booth, which I'll do with my Fuji, and then I'll take pictures of the event with my Leica. Nice. So I'm excited about that. Did you take pictures of Alex's kids with your Leica? Alex's kids. Uh, When I was home for Thanksgiving? Yes. I, I... Every time I go home, I, I bring both a Fuji and a Leica because I'm like... Or a Nikon and a Leica because I feel like I want to have whatever I want whenever I need it. Um... This year, I think I just I I, I, well, I sh- brought the Fuji. I fought, I sh- shot so much of it with the Leica. I think next year it's just gonna be like if I can't catch it with the Leica, I'm not happy with it. Told you. Yeah, it's taken me a while to get there, but that's I think that's where I'm at. Did your brother like the photos, Alex? Did you like the photos? Yeah, Alex, let us know. Did you like yeah. the photos? I think he did. The whole family saw them. I think the whole family liked them. I haven't ordered prints yet, but I need to do that. Uh. What's, what's okay? So Mike, I'm gonna go stay with you. That's future. Yeah, I'm gonna go hang out with you, Aaron. What's our next adventure? What are we doing next? Skiing. Okay, we gotta go skiing. That's that's fine. We should do that. Will not be until I get back from Mike's. You house. gotta find your icon pass. I have no idea where my icon <laughs> pass is. I just get another one when I get there. It's only yeah. a couple hundred bucks. No, you don't need to pay a couple hundred bucks to get it. <laughs> we'll print one out. You for could you. just tell them you never got it. I might not have gotten it. It was right. supposed to come in the mail, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I might not have gotten it. Yeah, just tell me. Wouldn't know it if you got it. It's like a giant package with stickers and yeah. patches and everything inside. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. All right, maybe it's in the folder somewhere that I haven't opened yet. But no, I do not know that. So okay, I can look for it because I didn't have one when we did the squat whip at squat trip at the end of the year. Squat whip. Squat whip. It's like Zach squats. <laughs> um, yeah. So we'll go skiing. I'm going to go hang out with Mike in Colorado. I'm going to be in Colorado at the beginning of February. Are you going to go ski? Yeah. So every year my dad does a guy's trip with his with his guy buddies. And like last year was my probation year to see if I passed. And apparently I could keep up with the guys and I passed, which I'm glad about. But I'm still feel like, I feel like I'm on second probation. And if I pass this year, then I'll be invited back for sure. Um, but, the, but the way that I win my way into people's hearts is I buy salmon and then cook it for them. And that's yeah. like that's like that's what I do. De- so this is a trip. This is actually from us. Dij taught me how to cook salmon back in the day mm-hmm. for the for like our ski house, 
And now that's what I cook when I have like group dinners. The that's the dish the salmon. It's a good go to. It's oh. super easy, dude. You just put some tin foil on a pan. You put some bunch of olive oil, some some salt, some pepper, a little bit of lemon. You put the salmon on top of that. Let it, you know, yeah, oil and the same thing on top. A little sprig of rosemary. Bake it. Um, you know, for like thirty-ish minutes, till it gets pretty cooked, and then boom, present that. Make some potatoes. Start those earlier. A little bit of green beans. Things You're done. good to go. Yeah. I'm thinking this year maybe I'll add rice just because what the fuck why not I like rice with salmon I know like why the hell not like just do it like some long grain rice it's just gonna prepare that to take like forever it doesn't have to take long it's white (sighs) white rice for me doesn't taste as good although to be honest with you with a group of guys that I'm going with maybe that's better I think with salmon white rice goes better than brown rice yeah, I was thinking like a, a wild, rosemary rice. I was like a yeah. wild rice. Yeah. yeah, but you want something the you want the rice to have a little bit of moisture, and so if you go with a darker rice, then it can dry out, which then makes the salmon taste drier. Yeah, this leads me to the, to another. So I foreshadowing future one of the episodes of the podcast. Uh, I have a friend named Stephanie who was on the South Beta podcast. Um, and she was on it for like two words. She was on season three, episode one. We recorded it at her house, uh, and she said like four or five words. Um, but she's a, f- a food connoisseur, and so I'm going to bring her on. And hopefully, her and my friend Kim also from Planet Grand. Is that different than a foodie? She's a foodie. Yeah, she's a foodie. I like the word connoisseur. It sounds more French. Qu'est-ce que c'est? Ça c'est bien. Sounds more sophisticated. Something. Sounds, sounds, something. sounds more snooty. <laughs> Definitely more snooty. Yeah. Yeah, so I think that's I think those are on the list of funness. You should ask uh, our friend John if you can stay at his house with him. Oh God! In his in his <laughs> in his ski cabin. Have you stayed at the ski cabin? I have been to the ski cabin. But that's, that's, that says something. <laughs> yep. When you have been to the ski cabin but decided to drive an hour and a half home to go to sleep. So no, it's it's a three story place. And two of the floors are rented out to other people. So all the bottom floor is is a studio. You should just rent the whole thing out and then get a different place. Yeah. Yeah. When he gets to the top floor, once he starts actually living there, that's actually a pretty nice floor. Is that his plan? Yeah, that's his plan. Okay. Uh, John, I don't trust John plans. Jonathan plans are nefarious. Nebulous, but also nefarious. Nefariously nebulous. Over over time, I've used that word in both the, my the, It'll be a roundabout way before he ever ends up there. Yeah, probably like, like ten years. Ten years, he'll buy another house, sell it, yep. and then move into this one. Yep. Like that's what that's a Jonathan plan right there. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, so so I, I I'm gonna ask because this is kind of the 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 summation and the and the the understanding part of this podcast. Um, how how did it feel being guest on Zach's Quacks? It's fun. Yeah. Do it again yeah. sometime? Yeah. All right. Uh, I will try and do a better job of interviewing and coming up with questions because, like, I had nothing uh, except for the treat that we didn't even eat because uh, apparently it's pornography on, on Google. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, it's just the one Twitter account. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, so thank you. Thank you for listening. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Uh, if you have feedback, feel free to email me. My email is Zachary at ZacharyC.com. It's the best way to get in touch with me. Um, you can leave a review. That would be cool, but you don't have to. Uh, if nobody ever listens to this podcast, uh, at least I'll have the recording. 
<laughs> All right. Uh, like a one more cheers on the way out? Cheers. 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 Thanks, Kevin. And we're out.